Mid-market-sized businesses are where the true economic action in business really is. They are nimble and agile. They're factories of growth, they lead in innovation, and they're early adopters of tech. These enterprises need the right tools, support and environment to flourish. But sadly, they're often overlooked and undervalued. Not here though. This is the Mid-Market Matters podcast, and I'm your host, Craig West. We'll explore pain points, growth strategies, and how to find the competitive edge. Welcome to SME Radio. On this episode of Mid-Market Matters, we're going to talk about a really interesting prospect. Everybody loves Qantas frequent flyer points. In fact, most people call them the second Australian currency. And we're joined today by Steve from iFlyFlat. Steve is a genius at earning and using Qantas points. Steve, thanks for joining us firstly. Thanks very much, lovely to be here. Some people call you the points guru, right? How did you get to be the points guru? Well, actually points whisperer, they call me. Points whisperer, there you go. But my background is uh, accounting actually, accounting and finance. I did a Bachelor of Commerce at New South Wales Uni and being an accountant, you know, you're always like trying to find the best deal, <laughs> find the best deal. And actually frequent flyer points for me is the best deal I've ever found. Right. Because how else can you fly first in business class? Or next to nothing and that's never discounted ever so how did you get into that what, what led you down this path of you've built a whole business around basically Qantas frequent flyer points how have you done that yeah so probably about 10 years ago I flew business class for the very first time mm-hmm. and that was back when I was working for an investment bank and we we're selling an, an offshore operation in India so they very kindly flew me business class for the first time the flight attendants came and took my jacket they knew me my name and I thought wow this, this is, is cool pretty yeah. cool <laughs> How do you do more of that? And after a couple of trips, I started flying business class, starting accruing all these frequent flyer points. I had enough frequent flyer points for my own personal flight. And these are points that didn't cost me anything to right. earn. So I thought, well, if I can maintain this whole system, that's got to be the best thing since sliced bread. And being in accounting, being in research, I love to understand how to maximize. Yep. And this became a hobby. And then the hobby became a business after I left the bank. Most of your clients, business owners? Yes. Right. And obviously, we're talking about mid-market businesses, so they've got employees and a fairly large business. Break it down for us in simple terms. What do you actually do? People who have frequent flyer points, they find it quite difficult to find the flights they want. Right. Because the system is somewhat complex. I don't believe that Qantas or the airlines make it complex deliberately. Mm-hmm. All the information is actually on their website. It's just that most people don't understand that booking frequent flyer flights versus booking cash flights they're completely different systems. Right. So booking frequent flyer flights, they don't fluctuate in price. It's just the same number of points to fly from yeah, A to B yeah, okay. for yep. 365 days a year. Right. But when you book your cash, what fluctuates is the cash price. Yep. Depending on whether it's school holidays or a busy travel time, etc. Yeah. Yep. So okay. supply and demand. That makes sense. So supply and demand drives the cash price, but supply and demand drives the point seats, whether there's a seat or no seat. Right. And those seats keep changing. The magic of a business is they are able to generate plenty of frequent flyer points or credit card points through their business expenses, and they can virtually construct their own airfare sale. Because right. They can decide how much to pay for those points, effectively surcharges, and then that becomes the cost price of the ticket. In a way, I sort of say, this is your own discount flights program that mm-hmm. you, you design. Okay. So I've got to go to the United States in April to go and speak at a conference around employee share plans. Yep. How does that work? What are you going to do? Oh, yeah, cool things. I, I just remembered your earlier question. Yeah, so we book flights for people who have points. Yep. And we also advise people how to earn more points. In right, your, so that's the other part of your business you yeah. talked about before. In your example, 
my first question to you will be how many points do you have yep if you have enough points already yep i got plenty you got plenty yep and then the key is just to see and search if they're Qantas points you would log on this Qantas website and you search for Sydney to wherever you want to go yep and you have to search every day because seats will change every day oh man it's like fishing the fish are there <laughs> you notice the seats are there because they change every single day if you look today and there's no seats you look tomorrow there's no seats the day after there might be a seat Bang. and so if you don't look every day you don't know if the you'll seats came up one. or not right and you'll be looking forever because seats could have came and gone and you wouldn't be none the wiser okay so even though i've got all the points you're telling me i have to get on the website every single day i'm not going till the end of april from now to april and hope a seat pops up yep, yep. i haven't got time for that yep that's the problem the comment that einstein makes like if you do the same thing every day you'll be insane because you get the same results but with frequent flight seats you've got to do the same thing every day and you get a different result seat, yes right and that's but the it, key but if you never experience the ability to book a seat you think that well i do this 10 20 times yeah, yeah if absolutely. i get the same results yep so your service is i pay you you will check that every single day between now and when i fly yeah and you'll get me the seat i want yeah that's right and we also apart from i guess the grunt work or searching you also can search on all different airlines yeah so tell me about that i actually read something you wrote the other day about that i've got plenty of Qantas points and i normally fly Qantas, obviously yep. but you go and then look at other airlines that are what code share with Qantas. Yeah, code share or partners. So Qantas is part of the One World Alliance. Yep. So One World is partnered with American Airlines, British Airways, Malaysian, Cafe, for example. Yep. Qatar. So any of those airline partners could give seats available to the One World partners to yep. book seats. Ah. And okay. Qantas is also a partner of Emirates. So yep. Emirates may give seats to Qantas to book. Right. So the magic is rather than just looking at what Qantas has on its website sometimes you have to think about well maybe japan airlines which is a one world member flies via tokyo it might not show on the website if you just search sydney to los angeles yep. because the website might think well why would you want to go to tokyo via tokyo yeah but if you can't find a direct flight you might have to break the legs up and go sydney tokyo can i find a seat tokyo to los angeles can i find a seat and then you complete the trip that way your focus on that then and my cost is actually whatever the surcharges are because I've already got the points. Yep. So yeah, so we charge a booking fee to yep. do that work. Sure. Uh, but your total cost for, if you think of it from zero, is the, the cost of the surcharges to earn those points uh, yep. plus the cost of airline taxes when you redeem it and plus any fees if you choose to use a service like iFly Flat. Yeah, okay. Which for me, I own my own business, so it's my money. Yeah. I'm not going to pay. I've never paid six thousand dollars to fly to the u.s in business class because i just think that's it's a waste of money yeah, in my yeah. view but i know plenty of people and i'm certainly happy to fly business class <laughs> but i'm not happy to pay the 6k so yeah. what does it typically cost it's going to cost what a thousand dollars it'll, it'll probably cost you about half price right okay because typically most businesses will earn points on average of one and a half percent cost yep. surcharge yep so if you earn points on average, so it works out maybe you can fly business class to US for $3,000. Yep. Consistently. Okay. Which I often pay around that because I fly normally premium economy because I won't pay the 6K, but I'm happy to pay two and a half, three because yep. I need a bit more space or whatever. That's pretty competitive in terms of dollar cost. And obviously sometimes the ticket price to go to US might be six, eight, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that fluctuates. Yeah, absolutely. But the magic of frequent flyer points is because you pay to earn these points for your surcharges, your cost base is always the same. So it's always going to cost you 3000 bucks to fly. The magic is you're just going to find a seat. So let's talk about, we've talked about finding the seat and how we travel and, and using code share I think is a great tip. But 
no one's going to have time to do that. I haven't got time to look at Qantas every day, let alone look at Cathay and Emirates. It's just not going to happen. So they need a service like yours to do that. How often are you successful in finding seats? About 80%. Okay, so yeah. pretty good hit rate. Yeah, pretty good hit rate because two things. One is, first, we've just got to help the customer understand how frequent flyer points work. Yep. Uh, which means that you have to be a little bit flexible if you can. Yep. So you might have to travel a day earlier yep. or take off later or whatever. Yeah. Yep. As a business owner, you can do that. There's Probably things do that. Yep. To do, there's meetings to have. Yep. Some people are scared that there might be too many stopovers, but it's actually not the truth. You can choose whichever flight you want because there's heaps of options. You might be flying exactly the same type of flight that you would be if you pay cash for it. Yeah, yeah. And the magic about points is you can actually cancel the flight. So if you cancel the points flight, you'll get your points and taxes back. Well, well, hang on. Just explain that to me. It's got features of a fully flexible ticket. Like, say you bought a fully flexible economy ticket. Yep. That's not going to be $1,000. That's going to be more like $3,000. Yeah, yeah. yep. So frequent flyer points, you can book and cancel up to 24 hours before you fly. Right. So if something happens a week before I go, I contact your office and say, cancel for me and I get all the points back. Yeah, you get all your points back, less uh, penalties. So Qantas charges yeah. 6,000 points okay. as a penalty. Yep. Uh, so other airlines charge you a small fee. Yep. And then you get all your taxes back as well because you didn't fly. Because I didn't fly, so yeah. I have to pay the tax. Yeah, yep. you have to still have to pay our fees, unfortunately, because we did, did the yep. work. But we did the job, yep. But the flexibility of that for businesses, because sometimes you might book seven, nine months in advance to a conference. Sure. And something happens uh, and you're not going. Something's changed, yep. The ability to cancel that and get the majority of your money back is, is yeah, it's pretty, it's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so let's flick to the other end of the scale. I answered the question, yes, I've got plenty of points. I, I don't need the points. What if I said no? My yep. business, I know I haven't got enough points. What do you do then? Yeah, so if you're a mid-market business, then you have a massive opportunity to earn points because you've got lots of company expenses to pay. Yep. So company expenses could be like suppliers, stock, could be paying the cleaner, even ATO or rent you can pay by a credit card. What you're working out is, what is the cost for me to pay these bills Yep. in exchange for getting the frequent flyer points on my credit card? Yep. In most cases, if you want to fly business class, then paying for those points work out completely. Right. If you fly economy, then it's a zero-sum game. It doesn't work out okay. as well. So that's your accountant background coming out. Yes. Actually calculating if I, for example, pay my rent every month on my credit card, that's six grand. Yeah. There's a surcharge. Yeah. How much is that? Yeah. And then is that actually worth converting to points? Yeah. Unfortunately, even though I've been iFly for eight years, the counting numbers are still very strong. Because it all comes down to, is it worthwhile doing? If all the effort you put in to get the points and you're, still, you're going to get something less for it, like why would you even bother yep. down there? So it has to be powerful enough in cost-benefit to be worth the effort. Yeah, so if I'm going to put it on my credit card and pay the rent for six grand, the surcharge is 1.5%. Yeah. What's that worth in dollars? Is that worth 6,000 points? That's right. Yes, right. Okay. Yeah. And so if it's you just use, a matter of working that through. If you then use those points to fly business and first class because of the high price nature of those items, Happy days. you'll always be ahead. And do you help people work that out? Yeah. I'm an accountant, so I'll go and work it out myself. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. what if I can't? Well, if you can't, then the number one thing really how to try and break it down is that idea of paying for the points costs you less than paying for the same business class ticket. Yep. And that's always completely true. Some people might do the sums wrong because where it gets complicated is different credit cards give you a different number of points yeah, per yeah, dollar. Yeah, absolutely, yep. So if you happen to have a crappy credit card, you may never get the benefits that we talk about. So the magic right. is you have to use the right credit card to be earning the type of points you want. Right. So some people are actually spending a lot of money earning the wrong points for where they want to go 
because that airline either charges a lot to fly there or maybe doesn't fly there. Yep. Or you might want to fly a family for somewhere and that airline never has four seats. So you're earning the wrong points. And your service provides advice around all of that. Yeah. So yeah. how do you do that? You, get, you analyze my business expenses and have a look at what I should be paying using yeah. your credit card or what? Yeah, we actually work backwards. What's your goal? So like if you had right. means of points, the ability to generate what would them, you do? what would you do? Yep. Some people might want to fly executive team only. Some people might want to fly less staff. And then from there we work out, okay, you want to fly your staff or you want to fly certain locations, which is the best airline that might fly you there? Yep. Then how much money do you spend roughly? And then we can work out which is the best card for you. That means that every dollar you're putting through, you're earning points that are specific to your purpose. Yeah, You're yeah, not just fantastic. earning a pile of points that you, you try to use later. So I'm going to end up with 24 different credit cards? No, no. I just to use which one depending on where I'm going? Normally, actually, just two credit cards. <laughs> two, okay. Yeah, because different credit cards earn different points. So as long as you get the right credit card that earns the points. Then away you go. That's correct. And you pay your business expenses using that credit card. You build up the points over time. Yeah, yeah. We're also a partner with Qantas Business Rewards. So yep. we've seen a massive increase in the number of points we're earning just by, obviously, I earn points as a frequent flyer. The business also earns points when I fly. Yep. But we're now also earning points when we buy stationery, yes. when we fill up the car, when we get, you know, there's a whole stack of partners that you can now earn points on. We've seen with our clients quite noticeable changes in behaviour because we give bonus points when they buy certain products. So the moment we've got a promotion, if you get a share plan, you get 50,000 points. We've actually seen people move behavior and change their buying decision just to get those points. Yep. Is that madness or what? Well, it's not madness because if you get the fun and enjoyment of the ability to use those points for flying, yep. then it's completely sane in a way. It's only madness if you're collecting those points and you're using it as a retirement fund and you're not using those points. Yep. For me, if you're buying Toasters. Toasters or something. <laughs> that, that's bad. But in my view, actually, yeah, well, sure. I don't want to make a judgment like people might want toasts. Sure. But um, people ask me often, what's the best value, first or business? Right. And I'll say first class because you may never want to spend cash on first class. No, you like wouldn't. $20,000, right? Yeah. But if you had the points you can fly first class, Who I cares? can guarantee you'll be talking about that for Why a long, Why wouldn't you do time. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially if it's for a family holiday or a special occasion or something yeah that's absolutely. right so you're converting those points into travel memories that's going to be in your mind forever you'll be a talking point to your family friends grandkids yeah, absolutely i haven't heard anyone talk about the toaster to the grandkids <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so your business how's it going you've obviously got a fairly successful business grown pretty quickly you're obviously mid-market business yourself yeah so we actually help small and mid-market business yep. actually well in a way we help individuals and businesses because right. anyone who's got points and they can't use them. Yep. We, in you a way, we solve their yep. problem. So we'll book their flight. But our most favorite customers are mid-market. They're able to generate an ongoing perpetual points yep. and ability for us to keep servicing and booking their flights. So the business is going well. We booked nearly half a billion points since we started. Half a billion? Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of bumps that's and seats. That's a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bumps and seats. And also, really, booking seats is, is a changing beast. Mm. So the system's always changing Sometimes online doesn't work. You've got to call them. So basically, it's always learning. So we, we've learned all these different ways to find seats, to confirm seats. So sometimes if you take a long time to call through, you, you don't want to wait on hold. If you find a seat that you think exists, you can use another service, maybe like another carrier, like American Airlines, to reconfirm to see if that's, they show the same seats. Yeah, okay. Because sometimes there's these fake seats. We call them phantom seats. They show and say there's a seat, but actually there's no seat. Due to the IT 
misconnection or something. Yep. Okay. So all that sort of stuff. So you're booking a seat that's not real. Yeah, not real, and, and it never completes. So right. You, you so might you can't get to the end, it. and it stays in the error. You go, I don't know what error six five two means. Yeah, yeah. Go back it means and start no again. Seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So all that stuff you learn on the way. So we take the approach that it's we're just solving a problem. Okay. So if I was to ask, what's your number one tip for mid-market business owners around points earning and using? Yeah. So number one tip is to earn points when you can. So obviously we talk about surcharges. Like some of your suppliers may charge no surcharge at all by taking yep. a credit card in exchange for like really fast payment. Yep. The magic is yeah, absolutely. use your credit card for its 50, 55 days interest free. And normally you might have a supplier that says, well, I have 30 day terms, 45 day terms. If you're going to pay them on your credit card, you can actually pay them day two, day three, day four, and they'll be your happiest suppliers because they know that as soon as they send a bill, you get paid. You're paid. Yep, absolutely. They got their so cash they're flow. Happy. You're happy because you're able to put it for your credit card, get your points. Basically, everyone's happy. I see it's a secret weapon for building strong supplier relationships because the worst thing a supplier wants is deliver the service. Yeah, and not get paid. Not get paid. Yeah, or, or don't know if. You have a problem. One of the main reasons for withholding payment is that there's a problem. Yep. So therefore, I'm not paying. Yep. So there's all these question marks in business minds thinking, is John not paying because there's a problem? So if you've paid, everyone's happy. Absolutely. And you're earning points. And you're earning points. So that, and your that, cash flow is actually better off because now yeah. you've got 45 days to pay, not 30. Correct. It's a win-win thing. So I believe you can always negotiate your suppliers because it depends on who wants what. So like a set, an early payment Early payment discount, discount type yep. thing. Okay. And yep. I think that's a win-win scenario. And yep. the other thing about traveling is when you travel more and you sort of go to more conferences, see more clients around the world, you actually just feel more fulfilled because you're bringing back the smartest ideas in the world yep. back to your business. It's hard to measure how yep. that grows yep. your business and grows yourself. But, but I it think certainly does. I it, agree. Yeah, better than if you don't go anywhere. Absolutely. Mate, thanks for joining us. That's been <laughs> fantastic. You. And straight after this, I'm going to send you an email about my trip to America in April. We'll get you flying. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for listening to SME Radio, proudly produced by Eagle Wave's small business podcasting platform. For more great episodes like this, go to smea.org.au. Remember, if you have a story to tell, we want to share it. Yeah.